I'm Tom Hughes. Welcome to Today in Prophecy on End Times TV. I don't intentionally set out to sound like an alarmist, but I've come to the conclusion that the great tribulation that is written about in the Bible is close to beginning. The Bible gives us insight to events of the last days so that we can know when that day is approaching. And believe me, it appears that day could happen at any moment. For example, the Bible teaches that Russia along with Iran and Turkey, are going to invade Israel. But not only that, the Old Testament Hebrew prophet also informed us that Gomer and all of its troops, the house of Togarma, from the north and all of its troops, many people are with you, and you will ascend, coming like a storm, covering the land, that land being northern Israel, like a cloud, you and all of your troops and many peoples with you. Who are all of those troops? Well, we already know about Russia, Turkey, and Iran, but it appears that Gomer and all of its troops and the many others with them may be preparing to stage for an attack on the mountains in northern Israel. Think on this. On July 13 of 2017, it was made known that Russia is attempting to assemble a 20,000 member of collective troops that come from six members of the CSTO, or the Collective Security Treaty Organization. Who are those six? Russia, Armenia, Belarus, Kazakhstan, Kyrgyzstan, and Tajikistan. In and of itself, this is rather alarming. Are these the many troops that are included in the foretold invasion? We could very well be watching it develop. Uh, we will wait and see if they agree with Russia to gather in Syria. But that begs another question. Why would Russia and Iran want so many troops in Syria? So many more than they already have. Perhaps they are worried that the United States is coming to make war. But I don't think that is the reason, because the Bible tells us that they will be coming for Israel. And then think on this. As Damon Duck reported, on July 14 of 2017, Iran has leased an air base in the heart of Syria, and also that Iran is trying to lease a second base and a seaport. The first base will be used for fighter aircraft, and the second base will be used to house about 5,000 troops. The seaport will be used to bring in more troops, weapons, and supplies. There are already tens of thousands of troops in Syria. Why is Russia asking these additional troops from these six territories to also join in? As he states, Israel is well aware that she is the ultimate target. One more thing to note before we conclude this episode of TIP, and that is in regard to the Temple Mount. Of all of the signs in the Bible that lead us to believe that the last days are upon us, this is the most foretelling. Uh, folks, I can't express enough just how close we are. In the message to his followers regarding the signs of his second coming, Jesus tells us that the most foretelling sign is in regards to the altar worship on the Temple Mount. And as we look at the events in Israel and the uprising of violence, it is all because of the Temple Mount. Listen, the Jews own it, but the Jordanians are given managing control over it. However, two weeks ago, with the murder of two Israeli Temple Mount policemen, Israel made a wise move and installed metal detectors. That set off an unbelievable 
rage. Listen to what has developed just since then regarding these metal detectors. Head of Islamic body, 1.7 billion Muslims say no to metal detectors. Here's another headline. Muslims reject smart cameras as alternative to metal detectors on the Temple Mount. So what do we have? Metal detectors being installed. Then there's a negotiation that maybe there won't be metal detectors, but we'll have the cameras. They don't want the cameras either. The criminals don't want to be caught. Arab MK says third intifada, because of all this, has already begun. This third uprising, this is crazy. Here's this, listen to this. Radical cleric calls for Islamic war for Jerusalem. And it doesn't stop there. Jerusalem's Catholic churches join forces to condemn Israel for Muslim violence and terror. And here again, Christians of Bethlehem and Jerusalem join Muslims in protest against Israeli security measures. This is just unbelievable. Everything is coming against the Jews and everything is coming against the Jews being able to be there on the Temple Mount. This is absolutely crazy. Then here's this. Macron out of France wants to be the peace negotiator for Israel and the Temple Mount and the Palestinians and the Jews, but so does Jared Kushner. Here's this article, Kushner leading efforts to end Jerusalem crisis. Kushner being the son-in-law of President Trump. You look at this and you go, wow, this is crazy. And then listen to this title of this article, International Efforts in Motion to Defuse Jerusalem Tensions. International efforts are in motion. This is unbelievable. L listen to this. I want you to think on this. If you've ever been to the Temple Mount, you know how absurd all of this is. All of this stuff regarding the, the metal detectors and what has developed since then. Listen, I have been on the Temple Mount many times. And there's never been a time when I did not have to go through a metal detector. Every Christian and every Jew has to go through a metal detector. As a Christian or Jew, you cannot even be seen with a Bible on the Temple Mount or a copy of the Torah, and you cannot even pray there. Uh, they must know, that would be the radical jihadists, they must know that our God is the real God. Uh, and again, why don't they want metal detectors even though everyone else has to go through them? Because it appears to me that they want their victims to be defenseless, and it limits their ability to commit radical, murderous jihad. Listen, I believe that it is only a matter of time, and I believe a short time before the peace plan for the Temple Mount is reached with the Antichrist. Shortly, out of this whole intifada and the attacks on the Jews, the peace plan will enable the Jews to worship and even build a temple on the Temple Mount. Unfortunately, it will be a false peace plan. It will be a deal with the devil, as Jesus himself said it this way in the Gospel of Matthew. Therefore, when you see the abomination of desolation spoken of by Daniel the prophet standing in the holy place, whoever reads, let him understand. Then let those who are in Judea flee to the mountains. Let him who is on the housetop not go down to take anything out of his house. And let him who is in the field not go back to get his clothes. But woe to those who are pregnant and to those who are nursing babies in those days. And pray that your flight may not be in the winter or on the Sabbath. For then there will be great tribulation such as has not been since the beginning of the world until this time. No, nor ever shall be. Folks, the Bible gives us many, many signs that tell us how things are going to go down. And it appears that they are about to be fulfilled. 
The Lord wants us to know that he is coming so that we will be ready. Not so that we will be afraid, but so that we will be ready. Are, are you ready? I mean especially ready for that day when you will be in the presence of the Lord. That day when you die and you go to eternity. Are you ready to meet the Lord? Listen, the Bible tells us this. If your sins are forgiven because you've asked Christ to forgive you of your sins, then when you die, you'll be in the presence of the Lord. You'll be in a place called heaven forever and ever and ever. A place where there's no more sorrow or pain or tears, no more death. For all of those things are the former things that are gone. They're the things of this earth, the destruction that sin has brought. But if you haven't asked Christ to forgive you of your sin, if you haven't repented of your sin, then when you die, instead of being in heaven, you'll be judged for your sin in a place that the Bible teaches is hell, a place that is forever separated from the Lord, forever it is torment. Listen, you don't want to go there. I don't want you to go there even more so. The Lord doesn't want you to go there. He died for you if you can receive him and repent of your sin. What does it mean to repent? To repent is to make a U-turn, is to turn from your sin and surrender to the Lord. Listen, if you want to do that, you want to know that when you die, you're going to heaven, then pray this with me. Ready? Dear Lord Jesus, I admit that I'm a sinner, but I want to be forgiven. Uh, right now, I repent of my sin and unbelief, and I surrender to you as Lord. I will follow you all the days of my life. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. If you prayed that and you meant it, then you can know that you are forgiven of your sin. And when you die, you're going to be in heaven with the Lord. And if you want to know what it means to walk with the Lord, if you want to know what it means uh, in that prayer that you just prayed, go to our website, endtimestv.org. Click on the Know Jesus section, and there you can find out what it means to repent, what it means to receive Christ. And also, while you're there, we have various Bible studies that you can download and, and take, St. Paul's School you can go through. We also have many articles to keep you updated with the things that are happening right now, along with DVDs and, and books and so forth. Listen, I encourage you to go there. Send me an email and let me know that you watch this program. And until next time, pray for the peace of Jerusalem, and God bless. Mm -hmm.